0: You know, junk food really doesn't deserve the bad rap it gets. Take these fried pork rinds. This particular brand has 1% of the RDA, that's recommended, daily allowance of riboflavin. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the hijinks. I've got a trig midterm tomorrow and I'm being chased by Guido, the killer pimp. The opportunities.
1: I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice.
0: And the wisdom. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you
1: say stuck in the 80s? Spearsy, I don't know about this. I'm a nervous wreck. Dude, you got like eighteen kids. It is time to get your balls lasered. Ah, don't say balls lasered. Call them my cute little gizmos. It's less scary that way. Oh, great! A gremlins reference. And now at least we know what happens when you feed him after midnight. Shup, shup. Here comes the doctor.
0: Hello, boys. It's me, Doctor V. Now drop your pants, both of you.
1: Oh, God. That was the worst dream ever oh, Thank God it's morning Sean, Sean, wake up mm-hmm. ah, What is it? What's going on? I just had the worst dream Dude, was it with her?
0: At a hospital? It was And my gizmos? Yes
1: Dude, what's that noise in your bathroom? Oh, it's just another Saturday morning at the lair It's the girl we had from last my night door's opening Hello, boys
0: How do you like your eggs? scrambled or poached. (laughs) Go to a happy place! Go to a happy place!
1: Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. And today, we cover the snack foods of the 80s. With me, as always, they called him Big Red in college. Times pop music critic Sean Daly. Hello, Steve.
0: Oh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. no more. We're retiring the voice. Oh boy, As it's become. Yes, today is Snack Foods in the nineteen eighties. Courtesy of an assortment of uh, friends of the podcast, especially Georgia Girl. Who has done most of our research for us and sent uh, an entire, like a Samsonite-sized parcel of delicious snacks that were born in the 1980s. Tell
1: them them how how they came to arrive in the office.
0: Uh, Came in a big Omaha Steaks box to my desk, Steve. In fact, all the treasures we have this week came to my desk, and you were furious about that, weren't you? Per usual. Uh, And it says, (laughs) snacks of the 80s, do not get excited, it's not steaks. And And then we open it up, and there's festive garland in here, left over from uh, Christmas 1989, it looks like. Yeah. And there's a cornucopia
1: of delicious snacks. Read off some of the names. Yes, you
0: have uh, Cool Ranch Doritos. I'll
1: be having some of those right now, thank Uh, you very much. The
0: Nestle's uh, $1,000 Bar. It's not a Nestle's thousand dollar bar. Mm. Was that Cool Ranch? Yeah, I loved them. Do you remember? We'll talk about this in a second, mm. but um, that started this amazing uh, list of uh, gifts that we received.
1: I can't even oh, talk right geez, now.
0: That's disgusting. I'm Did getting a sick to my stomach.
1: The smell when someone else is eating Doritos in the room. Oh yeah, Dorito breath. You got You have to eat them too, or else you smell it right. the rest of the day. We cannot, we cannot go any further without thanking our good buddy, Marty Tripp. Yes.
0: Okay. So here we go. We got tons of people to thank. Right. Marty
1: Tripp. In Milwaukee.
0: In Milwaukee. Sent us delicious Sprecher. How would you put it? You know German.
1: How would you say that? Sprecher.
0: <laughs> Sprecher root beer. And there seems to be some sort of uh, half dragon, half crow on uh, who's in drink, uh, enjoying some uh, uh, root beer on the label. We ha- Cheers. we Yeah. Ah, you know what? Creamy. I love root beer. Very malty. I feel like somebody on the, the travel channel, like yeah. on food things. It's uh, malty and uh, delicious.
1: It's fire brewed. I hear they make beer too, regular beer. I don't know if that's true. Oh, it's yeah, good. It's really good. So, so we, anyway, but it gets even better. Spread.
0: It gets even better. So, we have root beer, we have snacks of the 80s, and then our mascot. What are you eating now? Um,
1: Cheetos. Yeah.
0: Our mascot, uh, Carol Jansen. <laughs> Oh. sent us um, more modern candies, but just as a thank you, because we've been so good to her. Uh, and this box has tons of crazy stuff. I'm not sure where she's from, and I won't divulge it, but some of this stuff is uh, appears to be regional. Um, the Mountain Bar, you're going to be eating that. It's <laughs> like really generic wrapping. I think she's trying to kill us. Uh, an Idaho Spud, um, a cup of gold. And some other delicious
1: snacks, too. And then... A cup of gold wrapper, by the way. Can I, can I just yeah, stop you yeah, for a second? Like a,
0: yeah, it looks like a porn movie. It does look like a porn movie. Yeah, that's well, not gold. Let's just say there's a, <laughs> cream, a, a creamy center, center
1: that's not... It doesn't just kind yeah, of... No. It's a little too creamy. But then
0: it gets even better because my friend and a friend of the show, Kevy Metal,
1: uh-huh.
0: sent me, get this, the Planes, Trains, and Automobiles soundtrack.
1: Get out. I didn't even know one existed.
0: Well, it did, but it's like it's out of print. Oh. And so he sent it to me, burned it to me, and it's awesome. I've been listening to it all day, and it's made my day fantastic. And as a bonus, I had lunch with Stephanie Hayes, and we mocked you the entire time.
1: I'm not surprised. No, I'm just kidding. Was... Carol Jansen also sent us a card.
0: Yeah, I, by the way, Carol Jansen's package also came to my desk. Yeah. And she said, don't share with Spearsy," And I thought that was mean, but I decided to share with you anyway. She said, a delightful card. Yeah, You can it play sings. it, actually, it on the sings. air.
1: It's, this annoys everybody in the newsroom. Are you ready?
0: Yes. It gets me every time, Spearsy.
1: Oh, it gets everybody in the newsroom every time, too. Hey, look at this. Is this some um, beef jerky?
0: Yeah, so what we decided to do today mm. is we're going to enjoy some of the 80s snacks, primarily 80s, because the show is called Stuck in the 80s, um, and uh, we have some facts and figures for you, and so as we enjoy these, we'll, we'll go on with the show, and we'll do Seggies, because our last show, the very emotional John Hughes episode. No No Seggies. No Seggies. Uh, we were too uh, verklempt and overwrought and overrun with uh, uh, pertinent information that we had to deliver. So now you're going to get bonus seggies as we eat snacks. Basically, you're going to have a really joyous time today.
1: <laughs> or you're going to be sick to your stomach after yeah. five more minutes of listen to me wolf down junk food.
0: Yeah, but we've divvied up the snacks, so Steve will be eating the salty, yeah, because he's an old salt, and I will be eating the sweet.
1: Because... You're a total jackass. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. So anyway, um, and we also have some fun commercials.
1: Yeah, from we, the do. 1980s. we do. In the 1980s. I was right in the middle of a caramel when I found gold. Golden smooth caramel, deep inside every delicious bite of creamy Cadbury's Dairy Milk chocolate.
0: Rat right in the middle.
1: and caramel inside creamy Cadbury's dairy milk chocolate. Now 16% bigger. I was right in the middle of a caramello when I
0: found gold. Uh, what, what was your big... Uh, what did you love to eat? What's your favorite snack food? Today or back then? Let's give me both. Give me 80s, then today.
1: <sighs> 80s, um... Peanut M&M's with Diet Cherry 7-Up.
0: Ugh, good.
1: Come I would Lord. wolf that down every day for lunch at college at UF. And, um... Literally, I think I was the only person in the journalism building that would eat those two things. But that's that's what powered me. And yet in the eighties you maintained a girlish figure.
0: You were not quite, so much. you were quite the high. You were quite <laughs> not the high. So the mustache would cover up any extra pounds. But not the peanut shells, sadly. <laughs> what was your favorite snack in the eighties? Do you remember? Um, I'm not sure if they were eighties born, but I loved two uh, I loved barbecue Fritos. Uh. And I loved Wise, Do you get Wise potato chips. Yeah, sure, here? we get them here. Is that a national thing? I'm not sure, but Wise uh, barbecue is so good. Uh, you love the barbecue and bunions, you know, and uh. cheese waffles. Oh, that's uh. got to be 80s. Only in the 80s, you know. I found an interesting uh, little tidbit online because I did research.
1: Oh God! God, you're S- are, are Sprecher, you vomiting? sprecker is speaking to me.
0: <laughs> Spreckenzy vomit. Um, did you know that the big gulp. The Big Gulp was launched in 1980 by 7-Eleven. When you've got a big thirst, a Big Gulp from 7-Eleven goes a long way down the track. It holds over two cans of Coke and only costs 49 cents. Top it off with a delicious chicken torpedo for $1.49 and you'll really get revenue. A 7 Eleven Big Gulp and Chicken Torpedo for under $2. It's a winning combination. Fantastic! Hey, you're bringing it back. Yeah, I
1: got it. And you. that makes
0: sense because the 1980s, this decade of, of, of greed, of overindulgence, gave us the 32 ounce Big Gulp, which is now what? 87? What are you eating now? Um, you know, what? I'm going to start eating stuff because your chomping is distracting.
1: Me. Beef jerky. It's oh. really
0: bad when I'm the professional one in the yeah. podcast.
1: Is it, was it 32 ounces? The original Big Gulp was 32?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure I made that up. But the B- Big Gulp did they, they do in 1980. I wouldn't
1: doubt it. Because, I mean, you go now to like a Checkers. Yeah. I don't know if they have Checkers everywhere around the country. You should country. probably
0: stop going to Checkers. So. <laughs> I don't much. go to Checkers. I wanted
1: to talk to you about that. The, um, you go to Checkers, like a small soda is, is 32 ounces now.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. That's why we're all getting gigantic. Mm-hmm. But happy. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, 1980 for that, but um, our good friend Georgia Girl uh, did some research for us. Are you ready?
1: Yeah, fire away some facts and figures. I'm going to
0: quiz you a little bit, alright? Okay, go ahead. Uh, I remember when Cool Ranch Doritos uh, were born, and I remember my mom bringing them home, and really, and we have one of our muckety mucks here, higher up, Stephen Buckley for the St. Pete Times. Another one loves his favorite snack food it was Cool Ranch Doritos. Came home in that blue bag, and it was amazing, right?
1: Yeah. I remember, do you remember what the flavors were before that? I think it didn't they come out. It was just like plain, right? It was just like corn chips. Yeah,
0: I think it was just the basic Dorito. And
1: then they came out with the, with the nacho cheese. I remember it was like eight. What was it? like? No, it's 80s? always been nacho cheese. No, it didn't they come out with Didn't they have a plain?
0: <laughs> what do you mean? No, no sort of garnish on it at I, all? Maybe.
1: Nah, that's crazy. You're just making just, up Doritos It's just street. crazy talk.
0: But in 1987, my friend, that's when Cool Ranch Doritos.
1: I was 17, and you were 39. <laughs> oh, God. <it's> parts <laughs> of me were. It came out when I was in college, I remember. We, they were sold out everywhere in Gainesville. Everybody wanted them. I mean, college towns. The cool Ranch Doritos? Yeah. yeah. They were like crack. They're still like crack.
0: The first three or four Cool Ranch Doritos <laughs> taste delicious. And then, and like- then you can't stop but you're really sick, but you keep eating them, then you'll have another like 40 or 50.
1: Have you seen the new flavor they have now, Midnight Taco?
0: Yeah, Midnight Taco Run, right? Yeah. Oh, a Jalapeno Poppers.
1: How is it possible that they have Midnight Taco Run flavored Doritos and our faces aren't on the back?
0: <laughs> you know, I'm going to call BS on Doritos and say basically the last like nine or ten new flavors they've had have all been the same flavor.
1: I don't know. Midnight Taco Run tastes exactly like Taco Bell. Really? Exactly like Taco Bell, I swear. Try it. Have you ever had Taco Bell like at two in the morning?
0: (laughs) Have I ever? (laughs) <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it is the worst decision you can make. I once, look, i can tell you right now—the thing that will kill me, and I guarantee it took like five years off my life. I once, after a wedding, I went and had like 2 a.m. Taco Bell and like a bottle of dry champagne. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, and like, but the FF and I—wait, this is a good story. The FF and I had just started dating, and um, we had been together about a month. And I had to tell the FF, you know, we were sharing a bed and I had to say, hey, you know, we we got to go over something right now. I really like you, but I'm dying inside <laughs> the, 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 the chalupa and the, 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 the bad wine or bad champagne. Yeah, bad things are about to happen. She's like she's like he it's okay. You know, you can you can pass gas. And that was like <laughs> it was like forty five minutes of <laughs> And then, you know, for the first five minutes she's like, <laughs> and then she was really rethinking this whole dating Sean Daly thing. But I was like, <laughs> and they're really musical,
1: you know? Like, they were all over. Uh, it was like nine octaves. Are you trying to do, like, the th- closing counts of the third time one?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I did Summon Aliens at one point yeah. with my gas.
1: Oh, my God. I'm only laughing because of the salt, <laughs> the tremendous salt intake that I'm pouring into my body right now.
0: I'm about to eat some of uh, Carol Jansen's Fun Dip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am. It's, for the uh, record, he has nothing wimpy, in his wa- hands. It's wimpy watermelon for you and then wicked lemonade for me. Ugh. The best part of the fun dip is the little um, dipper. It's is, it, is, it, is it edible? Yeah. You, you, never you could eat that? It's delicious.
1: You're kidding, right? <laughs> Shut up. That's I don't it. know.
0: All right, moving on. You have just eaten some Cheetos. And Georgia mm. Girl reports that Cheetos were around before the 1980s. However, Chester Cheetah, their delightful, uh, whimsical mascot, was introduced in what year? Eighty-six. Yeah, it was nineteen eighty-six. Yeah, and so she has sent us a bag of Cheetos with Chester's face yeah, on it. Yeah, which will How's soon be Chester gone. Looking? Hold up, Chester. There um, he is.
1: You think there's some sort of like a racist thing going on there? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> oh, How do you like to che- This show's going off the rails. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Move over, Tom Wopat. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got room on the shelf for one. By more. the way,
0: I once tried Tom Wopat's fun dip. Very, <laughs> very bitter. Very bitter. At least mm. he called it his fun dip. Fun <laughs>
1: New Jello Pudding Pops. New Jello Pudding Pops. Hey, Bill, happy what's that? New Jello Pudding Pops. Frozen pudding on a stick. Ooh, it tastes good. Yep. It's a home run with your taste buds and won't strike out with your mom like some snacks do because it's made with real pudding. New, rich, creamy-tasting Jell-O brand pudding pops. All the goodness of real Jell-O pudding frozen on a stick.
0: Delicious! and won't strike out with mom. (laughs) Um, By the way, we have some Reese's Pieces here that Georgia Girl sent us. And uh, Reese's Pieces, of course, the preferred candy of one extraterrestrial... A movie you've never seen, so Steve, you have no idea what I'm referencing right now because you've never seen
1: ET. Enemy (laughs) Mine. It's what Louis Closper Junior. eats. (laughs) Enemy (laughs) Mine. You're funny today.
0: When's the last show you were funny? Like the second mixtape one. Thanks. (laughs) I won't. I won't
1: dream about that at all. I have another
0: uh, gastrointestinal story about snacks. Basically, I have. I can run the gambit, but. a couple of years ago, I was in Palm Springs, okay? And Palm Springs in, in California, and uh, they have a, a fast food restaurant called El Pollo Loco. You ever been there? Don't they have them here? I don't get it. El well, Pollo, Pollo Loco Well, El Pollo here. Tropical. Yeah, no. El Pollo Loco, the crazy chicken, it's like Taco Bell, but they grill everything behind the register. And so they have this like baked uh, chicken burrito, and I ate one of those right before leaving Um Palm Springs, that all right? Not a problem. My body can handle grilled burritos. My friend Sandy is driving. We've rented a car. We're driving out of Palm Springs. It's very Rain Man right now. And before he gets out of Palm Springs, totally, he's like, I got to stop at a gas station. Well, after the burrito from El Pollo Loco, I kind of need something a little sweet, you know? And so I went and I bought a little bag of Reese's Pieces. Now Sandy's like, dude, I, I'm not sure that's the best idea. I'm like, what? No, I'm fine, I'm fine. So we're driving out of Palm Springs. I now have in my Bella El Pollo Loco Burrito and Reese's Pieces. And um I'm feeling a little grrr. You know, I'm like, Oh geez, <laughs> Ooh, that's that good. That's not good. Grrr, you know? Well we gotta go and we gotta catch a <clears throat> plane, you know. We're we're flying out of LA, so we're driving back, what is that, about like two, three hours. And it's really, like, imagine, you know, kind of it's, it subsides for like an hour. You know how it kind of disappears for a while? It's lurking. There's like wa- oh. It comes
1: in waves. Yeah, it's lurking like, it's like, like a horror movie.
0: yeah it's a, Or a hurricane or something. <laughs> well, by the time we get to L.A. proper, you know, we're running late. We got to make the plane. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm a roiling sea inside. Okay, and I'm like Sandy, dude. I'm sorry. I know we're late, but we, I really gotta go to the bathroom. The Reese's pieces and the burrito are killing me. So he's like, "All right, fine." So we pull off into a bad section of L.A. You know, I, you know, really, really bad section of L.A. And I run into this really scummy looking. Uh, um, uh, gas station and I'm sweating now and I don't think I'm going to make it and I'm, I'm starting to do that logic like well if I pooped in my pants I do have some clothes in the back and I can change you know how that logic oh, yeah. hey, you do that all the time yeah. you know you have like a little like sheet in your pocket like what the happens <laughs> so anyway I go in there I think finally I go back I run to the back I ask the guy at the front where's your bathroom I go to it sign out of order uh. I have a decision to make. So I totally pull a TJ Hooker and I swear to God, I kick it in. I kick the door and and I go and I and I don't even know why it's out of order. I sit on the toilet, you know, I'm very, very I'm very ill at this point. I get done, I realize toilet doesn't flush. There's no I don't even there's water in that thing. And so now I got another decision to make. And unfortunately, uh, I ran away. <laughs> I ran at it. I want to apologize to that, those poor people, but it was like the Reese's Pieces and the burrito is killing me.
1: What do you blame it on? <laughs> the pieces. Really? Yeah. Not the burrito?
0: Uh, you know, it was a combination. It was a perfect storm. Peanut butter, as, peanut butter and chicken. It was a perfect storm, as the scientists like to say. Oh,
1: God, it's bad.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they got the water run in. It was fine. We'll tell you what. We have tons of snacks here, uh, tons more stuff, but why don't we do, uh, you want to do a few seggies?
1: Yeah, let's do that. All right. Ah, yes, the magical refrain that means Reader Mailbag has thankfully come along to rescue the show. Hey, we're actually going to give you some substance here, but uh, we actually got a ton of, e- it's, been, it's been a while since we've done seggies, so we have a ton of emails. Some of them um, pertain to John Hughes, others of them. Or about earlier podcasts. So let's just uh, let Sean dive into it. What are you oh, going to eat? you eat something first? Yeah, oh, this, but uh, Carol Jansen's
0: snacks are all like, if you saw candy like in a movie and they had to use generic candy.
1: Yeah, what's that the, one called? This is a look bar. Look at
0: that. I mean, how it much d- do they spend like on that wrapper?
1: It does look fake.
0: God, uh, here is just something called uh, Big Hunk. Oh, look at this. Our first letter is from Farmer Ted of Kansas. Hey, Sean and Steve. I was introduced to the podcast on episode 171 and instantly fell in love with the show. I anxiously await each new episode, but enjoy filling in the downtime with previous episodes. You guys are the Martin and Lewis of the Pod Waves. I'm not sure who I want to be. i love Dean Martin. But let's be honest, I'm, probably the, I'm the wacky bellboy of this show, and you're the uh, suave, cool guy who gets all the babes. How would you like to have a sexual encounter so intense it could conceivably change your political views? Hmm. <laughs> you bastard. I just listened to your Russell Hitchcock interview and was reminded of a story. If you remember, back in the early 80s, Russell had face-planted off a stage and broke his arm. I'm not sure if you missed any gigs, but a few concert venues later, air supply performed in my hometown of Selena, Kansas. Huge white cast and all. A good friend of mine had bought four tickets. The plan was to take our girlfriends and give them a live version of the mixtape. Teenage hormones, add air supply, shaken not stirred, and voila! Magic. Magic turned Finlandian. <laughs> Yes, we love Finland. Magic turned Finlandian when my girlfriend gets mono the week before the concert. I can't exactly ask for her ticket back, so I end up going to the show with my friend and his girlfriend. What do you think about that? Not I think good. you can ask for the ticket back.
1: She's not going to use it. Yeah, she's got mono. It's her fault. What was he going to do, though? Ask somebody else? Not a good move, either. I'm just you, saying. You, totally, you would totally ask somebody I would, else. I would, but I'm... You just
0: did. LAUGHTER Okay. Fast forward 30 years. Every time I hear I'm all out of love, all I can see is my friend and his girlfriend playing tonsil hockey for two hours (laughs) while I uncomfortably tried to put out the vibe that going to air supply concerts by yourself (laughs) is cool. This is a funny letter. Air supply is a guilty pleasure of the eighties, but wholeheartedly deserves replacement in your worst songs of the eighties episodes. Moral of the story. I can confirm your theory that it is impossible to get an erection while listening to air supply. Oh, that's funny. Love you guys. Farmer Ted of Kansas.
1: Erroneous. Oh. Yeah. Actually, I, I saw them last week. They were great.
0: And you got an erection?
1: I might have. It was you a fun know what? show. As you
0: lick your friggin' fingers and you talk about your erection.
1: It's not good, is it? God, it's bad, bad you know podcast.
0: Why did you? <laughs> it's bad podcast etiquette. I'm glad I'm not in the same room with you. God, the Chesedoo. The Chesedoo on your body from Cheetos and Doritos. <laughs> you can see
1: me from space right now. <laughs> oh, God. I hate, that's the worst part of snack foods is, is the residue.
0: I'm going to have one of uh, Carol Jansen's... Necco's? Uh,
1: yeah, pink smoothies.
0: <laughs> okay, letter number two. Ooh, from Marty U, one of our favorites. Are you ready, my friend? Fire away. Oh, this, is, this gets a little emotional. Are you ready?
1: That's yeah, the I'm ever going to be. Look, can All I eat right. something while, while he does this? Oh, some God. beef jerky? Why don't you? Oh, don't do the jerky.
0: I feel bad for, you know, Steve and I don't sit next to each other anymore, but you're surrounded by lovely uh, oh, women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, Steve and I. <laughs> I <tell laughs> what you, is speaking this? Speaking of the oh. other day, our friend Steve Persall, who some of you were hard on, but whatever, you have your opinions. That's fine. I have mine, too. Uh, but Steve Persall, uh won a, a scratch-off lotto ticket and brought in a bunch of chili dogs. Oh, oh, oh,
1: chili dog night.
0: That's air supply night. Was that air supply? All right, so Steve, I have a black tie gala to go to, and Steve has air supply date to go to. Yeah. But for some reason, Steve and I think it would be smart to eat three chili dogs piece. Three apiece. With onions and
1: mustard. Yeah.
0: And so we text each other about 6 and we're like wow that was
1: <laughs> bad bad move.
0: I've done a lot of dumb things in life but that's got to be top 5. <clears throat> From Marty U, Dear SNS, I just finished listening to what could be your best podcast to date. I'm sorry Kathy Wass isn't here to hear that. Both reverential and critical, it was a fitting tribute to a cinematic icon. I did not start out as a John Hughes fan, however. Ask any Asian male who grew up in the 80s what they thought of the man who created Long Duck Dong, and they will have a much different answer than some lovelorn teenage girl. Great point. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a day in high school where I didn't hear someone yell, no more Yankee, my wanky, in the halls. Luckily, Hughes redeemed himself with Ferris Bueller in The Breakfast Club. Your podcast was a thoughtful reminder of his cultural influence, both musically and cinematically. One story I heard over the weekend was from a trusted source. Apparently, Hughes... Uh, for a spell, lived in Los Angeles in the 1980s, and had a dinner party where one of his stars was caught doing blow in one of his bathrooms, that might have contributed to his family's return to Chicago. That actor was only in one of his movies. Does he
1: say who it is? Doesn't no, say who he it is. Doesn't.
0: Thanks for keeping the 80s alive, Marty. U. P.S. I didn't think Dutch was terrible. Did
1: we say it was? I don't
0: think. Do we even bring up Dutch? I like Dutch with Ed O'Neill. It's okay. God, Dutch. I blocked that out of my
1: memory. Nah. Now we got to think about what actors only appear in one John Hughes movie. Judd Nelson. Oh. Judd Nelson. Um, well, Alec Baldwin.
0: Uh, Baldwin. Judd, I mean, tons. Baldwin. I mean, I'm sure he's talked about one of the prominent ones. Ali Sheedy. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, we'll let the 80s nation debate which actor was doing blow in John Hughes' bathroom. Wow.
1: would be great to find out.
0: It's a good letter, though. I, you know what? I feel a little bad. I'm glad Marty brought up the whole thing about Long Duck Dong. I'm sure that was uncomfortable. The girl that I went
1: to the air supply concert with, she has a cat named Long Duck Dong. Marty, you hates her.
0: <laughs> he probably <laughs> does. I do, too. I'm with you, Marty. Good letter. Thank you. We have more. You want more? Oh, this is from your buddy Dan Vay. He's everybody's buddy. Yeah, he is. He is everyone's friend. I'm dear almost St- done, by the way, with this bag of. Oh Jesus, man! Are you? Didn't you have lunch? I, I had like a thing of yogurt. Really? Ah, next letter, dear Steve, Sean, and Kathy. Great podcast, guys. I love that you didn't gloss over the fact that right before John Hughes broke it off with Hollywood, his quality of work suffered a great bit. Most tributes just paint an everything-he-did-was-wonderful picture, but you guys covered it, warts and all, and I appreciate that. Hey, Spearsy, it is overwhelmingly evident that you, as well as the the stuck-in-the-80s nation, are regretting that Hughes is an 80s interview you will never get. This may seem like a tangent, but just yesterday I YouTubed a lengthy interview with another filmmaker who helped shape the 1980s. I know you and Sean work hard to get the best interviews you can, but now that we all have hard proof that life is short... I hope you guys find the strength and time to lock down some more awesome 80s icons for sit-downs or call-ins. I will now throw down the gauntlet to get on air a man almost as influential as John Hughes and it would be awesome if you could get him. Don't laugh too hard. I'm talking about Steven Spielberg. Oh, God. God, Mm does Spielberg talk to anybody? He's not going to talk to us. Yeah, I don't know how many interviews he gives out. That'd be a great get, though. Oh, yeah. I don't where would we, we
1: start? I know. So. Yeah, you know, gentlemen,
0: his PR person's like, yeah, we can give you about six minutes for Mr. Spielberg. <laughs> yeah. And then you ruin it on, like, batteries not included or something <laughs> like that. Like a bad executive Or the fact that we have the same credit. initials. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, weird.
0: All right. Sorry, boys. That's time <laughs> for some Spears. <laughs> Uh, You never know if you don't try Forever Stuck in the 80s, Dan Vay. Nice. We will try, Dan.
1: I'm going to try one of Carol Jansen's chuckles. (laughs) You're going to run out of punchlines before you run out (laughs) of food. I already did. I already did.
0: That's it? Yeah, we got more in there, though. How many
1: more letters we got? We got tons.
0: Uh, Yeah, tons. You ready? Yeah. It's either
1: this or it's it's back to defecation in the wood (laughs) wood stories. Pooping
0: in (laughs) the 80s. Can we rename it (laughs) Pooping in the 80s?
1: You know what? We have given stuck in in the '80s
0: nation. Like, how many great shows in a row? This is think of this as a bonus, a whimsical little treat for you and your family.
1: Probably not the family, just for you. I'm strangely addicted to the beef jerky.
0: I I know I shouldn't. It's going to be your downfall, my friend.
1: What's the worst thing about beef jerky? I should look at the content. Oh
0: God! All right, here's the next letter. is from Jackson Kelly. Are you ready? Hey guys, I'd like to throw my hat into the ring for a George Michael and/or Wham! podcast. Hmm. He wrote and performed some of the finest pop songs of the '80s, including the era-defining "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go," the timeless "Careless Whisper," and the Xmas classic "Last Christmas." Let's not forget the duet with Aretha, which helped him make the transition between Wham! to a solo career. I knew you were waiting for me, it's busy to come to the woods. <laughs> give you some TP. (laughs) In fact, George Michael had eight number one U.S. singles in the 80s. Although no longer big in the U.S., he sold over 100 million albums worldwide. Stuck in the 80s, I give you Mr. George Michael, Jackson Kelly. Slow clap. Then speed it up, speed it up.
1: You know, we actually did once do a George Michael podcast. Do you remember that? Ah, I remember it well. Hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. And today, the last of our three-part series on George Michael. Sean Daly's with me. Sean, were you a big George Michael fan? No, I hate him. You know, I sort of did too. Hey, you know what? Let's just see if we can get Tom Wopat on the phone. We all know what happened after that.
0: That's what you get, Jackson Kelly, for being earnest. On Stuck <laughs> yeah. in the eighties. However, what the f I am f this- <laughs> 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 You're happy as a pig and shit with all your snacks. Oh, how many more letters? Alright, one more letter. Okay, here we go. Oh, from anonymous.
1: Mmm. I didn't tell you about this letter.
0: Oh, Steve, I'm afraid this message isn't for you. So give it to Daly already, message boy. Nice. Ooh, look at that.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll let that go because I know what's coming. Yeah.
0: Sean, I want you to know that as I sit here listening to you talk about the FF suggestion that you get your love spuds lasered, I'm recovering from my very own vasectomy earlier this week. Yeah, I got my crackers jacked. <laughs> <laughs> it's true that every man's family jewels are precious to him. And a little trepidation is completely understandable. However, though my Tom Dooley's are still a bit sore, I can honestly say it wasn't much worse than a minor trip to the dentist, except that it's south of the border. Yeah, I'm really, um, you know, I, I, I have two beautiful children and a great family life, uh, but I, don't, I, don't, I probably don't want more kids. And yet I'm terrified of having my ghoulies zapped.
1: That's why you should be. They don't zap them. What do they do? No, it's a
0: it's a frigging laser, dude. There's there's, smoke so they have to they anything? have
1: to. There's smoke. Shh. Yeah. They have to like slice open your sack, right?
0: God, you gotta say sack. <laughs> All right. The letter goes on. Listen, this is none of my business, but Sean, I think it would be ass backwards for you to get your scroat sliced before getting married. The FF might say she's okay with her never a bride status, but let's face it, she's a woman, and you know she wants you married. What could possibly testify to your undying love more completely than a wedding ring and mutilated testicles?
1: <laughs> really, they go hand in hand.
0: My suggestion tell your lady and the kids that you love them so much that you're making an official and eternal commitment to them. Go down and get yourself hitched. Then grab an ice pack for your nutsack and march your Christmas crackers down to the witch doctor for a good old fashioned gonad slash. <laughs> Think of the bright side. You can ride bareback all you want from here on out. And As a silky smooth Spears, you'd be able to skip the pre-op shave. Again, I don't mean to intrude into your business, Sean, but after all this time as a dedicated listener, I feel like I know you. And whether it's due to my procedure or to the hour of air supply, my communication style, like my man package, is a bit mushy. For obvious reasons, I hope you don't mind if I sign off as anonymously stuck in the 80s.
1: That might be the greatest letter in all mankind. Oh, that's pretty good. That's
0: great. March, march your Christmas crackers <laughs> down to the witch doctor for a good old fashioned gonad slash.
1: And I like how it brings up the whole silky smooth spearsy part. A lot of people don't remember that oh, little man. detail. I, I, you know, it frightens you to death, doesn't it?
0: I love my children and I, I love the FF dearly, but man, we are just playing with fire. I'm a virile man. Look at me.
1: You can pull out, you know.
0: <laughs> As you eat a fucking cheetah. <laughs> I can't take anything you're saying seriously. Yeah, let me tell you—you you know, you can pull out. <laughs> With your, your cheesy fingers. Yeah, let me tell you about what I did the other night. So I'm at the s- air supply. I'm, I'm getting a BJ. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. <I can't> breathe. <laughs> like I inhaled a Cheeto. Uh, that's all we got. Hey, as always, send your emails to stuckinies at Tempe.com. No Cheetos required. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for Mystery Movie Moment. Hey, we'll play a segment of a movie from the 80s, and if you can get it right, we still have plenty of band posters. I think I said movie posters last episode. I meant to say band. Well, we have no well, movie right. posters. We, you know what we should send? Some of the snack food that we're not going to eat? Because you know we're, we're not going to eat this. We shouldn't eat this in our lifetime. I'm about to eat some chewy runts. Yeah, I know That's you'll eat those. But By some, the way,
0: I just finished my last sip of Marty uh, Trips.
1: I'm, I'm like trying to, ooh, beer. I'm almost it's done great. with it myself.
0: But yeah, we'll send you snack <clears> food, <throat> Funyuns. Yeah.
1: Whatever you want. The Does Funyuns have,
0: glossy of technically Kathy speaking, Loss.
1: it's been pointed out that the Funyuns have expired, but I tried a bag the other day. They're fine. Just eat them.
0: Funyuns are like Twinkies. They're, they're not going to go bad.
1: Forever. How do you know when a Funyun's bad? Um, Pay attention. Here was last week's mystery clip.
0: I am your servant. Ah, but the servant waits while the master baits.
1: Yes, that's History of the World Part 1. And uh, everybody got this right, and I wrote down as many names as I could write down. And uh, Sean Daly is uh, eating. He's got a mouthful. What is, what is that in your mouth? Runts?
0: I'm eating Carl Jansen's chewy Runs.
1: Great. So I have to read these? Yeah. If I'd known this, I wouldn't have written so many down. Oh, damn. <clears throat> Ready? Some of the winners include... Dr. Dim, Rick in Houston, Chad Johnson, J.R. Shelby in Orlando, Lissy in Boston, Eric Peterson, trip from Kennesaw, Georgia, Mr. Big W, Rick from Corpus Christi, Georgia Girl, of course. We love her. Tom Sims, Candace Halfacre. Love her. Kevin J. Weber of Toronto, Ontario. What do we think of Toronto? Toronto's okay, right? I think we badmouthed Toronto in the Ah, past. I like Toronto. Poster Girl Michelle from Oregon, Wisconsin. Matt K., Lance Edens of Small Town, Kansas. Tommy Doucette of L.A. Love Doucette. Uh, Basil, as in Razel or Dazel. Oh, you bastard. Mikey Vesuto, Mark from the U.K., Mike, Wally Walters in Diego, and Keith Tyrell. Pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip.
0: Punch your apron one time for me, huh?
1: If you know it, email us at stuckin80s at dot and then tune in next week to find out if you're a wiener. Ah, the mystical refrain that is named that 80s tune. Hey, we'll play a snippet of a song from the 80s and if you can get it right.
0: Oh, oh Lemonheads. Lemonheads. <laughs> I just found Carol Jansen's Lemonheads. Oh, don't lemon eat heads. the Lemonheads. All right, I'll save those. I won't eat
1: everything. That's, that's too sweet. You don't want to end the dance. Eat yeah. the Reese's Pieces. Uh, oh, no. I mean, how much time is left in the podcast? Ah, too much time. Too much time. Pay attention. Here was last week's mystery tune. Yeah, that's Anna Ang by They Might Be Giants. Anna, Anna, I giving more things
0: that haven't walked in the glow of each other's majestic sun. Listen, and hear my words. They're the ones
1: you think I would say if there wasn't me for you. Sean Daly, not much of a They Might Be Giants fan. I know that for a fact. I like their kids' stuff. It's great stuff. It's actually yeah. better than our normal stuff right really? now. Really? It's good. Yeah, it's really good. Some of the winners include? You feel like you're up to reading some names this nah, time? Nah, you do it. Oh, you're, doing, you're doing great. The Sprecher is speaking to me again. I'm telling you, I'm just going to be belching the rest of the night. Mike, Mr. T. Tarter, Steve Incognito, David S. in Los Angeles, Dave from Minnesota, Kevin Weinch, Bill with one L. And Gary and Gilroy. Per the way that we're running things now, remember, everyone gets to pick. You know, one of the last week's winners gets to pick. The uh, Oh, yeah. I like This that. week, it'll be KDS with this week's mystery clip. Pay attention. Here it is. Any guesses there, buddy boy? No idea. Damn straight. If you know it, email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. And you two can share whatchamacallit with me on the ride home from St. Augustine. (laughs) Please, please tell me now. Please, please tell me now. Please, please tell me now. God, I love... See, now, uh, you know what it is? man Spears
0: is kind of cute. I love Shawnee too. That's nice. Well, thank you.
1: Uh, this is a segment where we have a couple of questions submitted to us by the readers, and uh, we've got three of them picked out for this week.
0: Yeah. Our first question this week. Gentlemen, where would I find that Natalie Diffenbaugh tune, Drink, Drink, Drink? Drink,
1: drink, drink. Two eyes that are not bright, as stars on the shining on me. Drink, drink,
0: drink. drink. Russ says, I love it. Is it. on iTunes. I must have it. I do not know Spearsy. Where can Russ find this?
1: Um, it is not on iTunes. You can probably find it on YouTube. It is actually what it really is. It's a snippet from a commercial for Aquafina bottled water, where they're in a German beer hall, and instead of serving beer, yeah. they're serving big gigantic mugs of water. So
0: it's great. I love
1: it too. I want to copy that. It's a, fun. Copy, it's a of that. fun copy.
0: That'll be on our mixtape thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, interesting. Uh, A couple months ago, Natalie Diffenbaugh reached out to me via email and Hmm. said, hey, you know, I was doing a vanity search of my maid name on Google, and I happened to find all these strangers (laughs) talking about Natalie Diffenbaugh on on, on Google. And I said, oh, you know, we love you. You've become like this drinking game on the show I do. I have not seen her in 20 years, you know. So Is she
1: married? I mean, what's, uh, what's her story?
0: She's married, has beautiful kids, happily married, you know, the the scourge of her past. Has Sean her Bailey's husband got gone. her
1: balls lasered?
0: <laughs> no, I hear he's a tough son of a bitch. I hear he's like really macho really? and cool. So she went from, you know, wimpy and hairless to hairy and macho and cool and stuff like that. But I, I, I ran into a uh, an old friend, a mutual friend, and I said, Hey, I'd love to have her on the show. And the friend was like, she wishes you well, but... No, you know, doesn't really want to be in your orbit anymore. So <laughs> I was kind of devastated, but good for her. I'm happy for her. And you know what? My orbit's messy. I got a messy orbit. You, do. you don't want to be spinning around
1: me. Nobody does. <laughs> there's you know. no room in that orbit for anybody no, else. Other no, there's Sean. no room. It's funny. So um, it's funny you mentioned like one of your old flames because one of your old flames, f- friended me last night on Facebook. A girl by the name of Jamie Yerger. and she said, "Tell your little podcast co-host." Hi, Skippy from Jamie Yerger. Oh,
0: jeez. God, that's, that's bringing me way back. Uh, just don't look at me with that grin on your face, Cheeto boy. How many Cheetos are in that bag?
1: It's a pretty big bag. You're Explain a, the Skippy thing. You're a big bag. Why are you Skippy? Because
0: a teacher in my high school said I look like Skippy, the friend from Family Ties. And so then all the kids would you know, gather around me and poke me with sticks and be like, Skippy, Skippy. She also said, <laughs> "What did she say?" She also
1: said that people used to call the two of you Sam and Diane.
0: Ah, oh, you know what? I don't want to do this. To be honest, I had no idea you were going to do this. I really don't want to play this game. Look at you! I just want to stop it. Go on, <laughs> PPTMN. This segment sucks balls.
1: <laughs> uh, we
0: fought a lot. Cheers happened to be popular at the time, you know.
1: And so, oh, so Sam and Diane from Cheers. Yeah. Okay, I get it.
0: Jamie Yerger, thanks for nothing. That's cute. Nah, I wish her well,
1: There's nothing wrong with that.
0: I was tough on her.
1: Question number two. Question number two. Come on. Keep this show running as smoothly as it has been so far. Well, you're the one who's
0: dragging it down, Anchor Boy. boy. Question number two from Angie in Westbury, New York. Steve, Hmm. I don't think you've ever mentioned this, but how did you get into football refereeing? Which I always say is the most interesting thing about you. Have you had any problems with any of the parents or kids as you're refereeing uh, your football games?
1: Uh, football season starts today here in Florida. Preseason classics. Huge in Florida. My football. game was canceled um, at the last minute. It's been raining here pretty much nonstop.
0: It's football. Toughen yeah, up. Get out I know, out there. but the fields,
1: half the fields in uh, Tampa Bay are underwater, including mine. So mine was canceled. Hence, I can enjoy all these fabulous goods because normally I don't eat on game day.
0: Really? Nothing?
1: Uh, like I'll have like a turkey sandwich and that's it.
0: What about during halftime? No.
1: God, no. Just running around the field after you eat a hot dog? No way.
0: What do you eat after a game?
1: Everything. (laughs) Everything to get my hands on. Um, How did I get into refing? It was about 10 years ago, and there was an article in the St. Petersburg Times, where we work, that basically said there was a shortage of referees, and that anybody could be a ref. You just had to go in, and uh, you, you go through a little training session that lasts, I don't know, 10 or 12 weeks, and it lasts... Ten or twelve weeks before each football season for the first two years that you do it. So I did that, and um, uh, it's been ten years now. Wow, really? Yep.
0: Well, you get paid. Oh, you get paid per game. You
1: get paid per game at the end of the season. How is the pay? Uh, here in Florida, we get about seventy-five dollars for a game for a varsity game. And like a varsity. You get like a, a
0: stipend for meals, or you get
1: like a, maybe you get like a ten-dollar travel allowance. And uh, you work with the same guys every week, same five guys. We go do every game together. And um, my my gang just kind of does Saint Petersburg. We try not to drive too far.
0: What's the best thing a fan has ever yelled at you after you made like a you know a controversial call?
1: Oh god, I couldn't even repeat it on the show. Are there like you F-bombs know what's really Yeah, the really sad thing is, uh, they, well, they always get personal. They always like you know if you're if you're tall, they're gonna make fun of that. If you're fat, if you're wearing glasses, if you're old, whatever it is that you are. You know, short of you being George Clooney, you're going to have something yelled at you that's nasty. Yeah. And um, the worst thing about it is that the private schools are the worst as far as the insults. The public schools, not so much. You know, yeah. they're too busy shooting each other and knifing each other, you know, behind the stands. Right. But the private schools are pretty brutal. The military schools are the worst. Those parents are despicable. So, And yet
0: you kind of like it.
1: I, I, I sometimes, if I'm feeling kind of fun, I'll turn around and just kind of stare at him and smirk at yeah, him. Yeah, you
0: smirk. You got the smirk.
1: Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun way to do. Do you it. ever
0: get lost? Like somebody makes a beautiful like touchdown pass, and are you ever like, "Wow, that was a great play"? Or do you get caught up in the game as well? Oh it's yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and I, I'll say something to players between plays. I'll be like, "Oh, great, you know, great tackle, nice run." I mean, yeah, just, do you
0: kind of try to balance it out between the teams. Yeah.
1: I'll, if it's a blowout, I'll, I'll I'll joke with both teams to try to keep it light so that nobody starts throwing punches.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's good. I love that. i got to come see you ref a game.
1: You'll have lots of chances, assuming the weather. Whatever do you ever appears.
0: scope out hot chicks in the stands?
1: Moms now.
0: Yes. Yeah, in the last 10 years. Good yeah. for
1: you. Yeah. Some moms.
0: How How's the zebra do? Pretty well? Do you get some uh the ladies I mean, like it? We're
1: you? in polyester.
0: i got to say, for a column picture, they shot me in your uh, ref getup. Yeah. It's very itchy.
1: Yeah, it's awful.
0: Yeah. But you look good, in it? I have a big poster. Actually... For a winner, actually, whoever sends in the best uh, PPTMN question, I'll send you a poster of Spearsy signed.
1: Oh, that's right. I did sign I it. Have, I have
0: a poster of Spearsy in his uh, getup, ref getup. Yeah, yeah, from right. the spring that's game. Good. That's spring good. Game, I, like I, that. I need a hobby like that.
1: Um, ready for the last question? Yes. From Carol Jansen.
0: Oh, here, let me uh, hold on. Let me get something out of here. This is Carol Jansen's Idaho Spud. <laughs> nice. What is that? I'm kind of
1: open it up, find out. Come on, we gotta oh, know.
0: Lord God, where is she getting all this generic like? Uh, oh gosh! The
1: world's longest podcast. What? This is the world's longest podcast.
0: <laughs> Whoa! Look at that. Oh,
1: that doesn't look good at all.
0: No, I can't. I don't want it. God, it, it looks like it's like s- covered
1: with maggots. Shut up! No, it... it looks like it looks like a dog turd that's been covered <laughs> by by little white maggots. I'm gonna eat it anyway. Oh,
0: I can't believe you're gonna eat that. Oh. Oh, it's kind of, it's marshmallow it's like give back. It doesn't want me to bite it. <laughs> it's almost like it has a mind of its own.
1: Oh, don't put it away.
0: Idaho spot, thank you. Delicious.
1: It looks awful. Oh, I'm so that looks far away. more worse than I ever thought it would. <laughs> you ready for her question?
0: Yes. What does Carol want to know?
1: Um, you guys have mentioned this a few times during a recent podcast, and I suspect it's a delicious libation, but you have been very vague. Can you finally reveal the secret to sexy... Susie. Ah,
0: the sexy Susie. You want to finally give it up?
1: Well, it's not a drink.
0: It's not a drink. It's nothing inflatable. I, you know so it what? It could be. You just held your hand up. Your hand is covered in orange cheese dust.
1: Yeah, it's not good.
0: You have a date tonight?
1: Maybe. You might want to
0: scrub down. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, come on in. I mean, I'm just looking at the cheese desk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. Anyway, yeah, the Sexy Susie is, in fact, a sushi roll at a Thai restaurant um, called The King and I in downtown St. Petersburg, and it's this r- major production, the Sexy Susie, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's about the length of our arm and almost as thick, and it's got, what, conch in there? Squid?
1: Crawfish. Sh-
0: crawfish, shrimp. Um, in a roll, then they fry it. Then it's
1: de- tempura fried. Tempura fried. Then they cover it with it fish eggs. Yeah, it's th- got
0: three different kinds of roe on it. Yeah,
1: so it's all different speckly It's even worse than an Idaho spud.
0: Then <laughs> it's got uh, three different kinds of drizzle. <laughs> I believe it's some sort of wasabi drizzle. That's how
1: the chef feels that day.
0: <laughs> uh, you're really disgusting. And a soy <laughs> drizzle. And you and I can demolish a sexy Susie And Six Susie is probably meant to to feed, like, maybe a table of five or six. (laughs) And you and I can polish one off in about, what, four and a half, five minutes, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Delicious.
1: It's so good. So salty. So salty.
0: And then the sad thing is we usually get meals on top uh, on of top that. On top of that, yeah. And then you get the little soup and egg roll. But that is a sexy susie. And Carol Jansen, if you and your husband ever come to St. Petersburg, we'd love to take you out for a sexy Susie. Hold on a second, baby. I got my banana and Dixie cups. Nice. All flavors and
1: push. Hey Steve. Hey Sean. Hey, rest of the 80s nation. This is your old pal, the general, uh, Doug Arthur, calling. I just wanted to say you've been doing some great shows lately and I've really been enjoying it. Sorry about the heartbreak, but you know what? That's what the 80s were all about. They were all about the heartbreak. And that's why, even now, 20 some odd years later, we're all stuck in the 80s. And we are back. And we're not done talking about snack foods, although we're almost out of time. we actually talk about snack foods? Not really. But we want to go over a couple of the more uh, of the the snacks that were available during the 80s. The um, Big Red Chewing Gum. Oh, yeah. Big Red. I I can't eat that. It makes my tongue swell up. I like it's Big bad. Red. I can't, oh, I can't. I don't like you cinnamon. You should
0: probably chew a couple sticks of Big Red before, before you talk to anybody. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or before a date. Oh,
0: Jesus. <laughs> 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 You're working so blue, man. You I'll are stop. so blue. You know what? I'll I'm stop. the choir boy on this show.
1: That's true. I'm even yeah, dressed big like Big Red, the one.
0: 1987. The number one selling cinnamon gum <laughs> since 1987. There you go.
1: Uh, what's another one? Raisinets. Mm-hmm. Acquired, repackaged, and marketed the hell out of, starting in 1984. That's my favorite uh, movie snack, by the way. Really? Yep. I'm a goobers man. I know. (laughs) Uh, The peanut butter Twix bar, Mm -hmm. 1983. I love the Twix. That's Uh, that's like my go-to snack here. The Twix? Yeah, at the times. The
0: Twix is a very subtle candy. You know, doesn't hit you over the head. Yeah, but it doesn't want to be the star in the room. It's the Steve
1: Spears of the the (laughs) snack universe. Yeah. Uh, and Teddy Grahams, everybody's ah, favorite, introduced in 1988. All right. Hey, if we've missed an obvious uh, snack food, um, send us an email. If you think that we work too blue, send us an email.
0: I will send you a Steve Spears poster yeah. about him refereeing a football game if you have a good PPTMF right. question.
1: if you, uh, If you haven't done it already, sign up for our brand new Facebook fan page, Not to be confused with our Facebook group page, which is going away.
0: Can you kill that group page? Eventually,
1: I hope. Yeah. But go to the fan page. Go to either my blog or Sean's blog. We both have a link to it there. Go. You have to to be on Facebook, obviously. It's not that big of a deal. It's not it's gonna hurt a lot less than what Sean's got in plan for him after this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm digging him over to Bayside General. (laughs) Four gizmos. (laughs) (laughs) Mogwai. Bright light. (laughs) Drop them, boys. (laughs) (laughs) We said we weren't going to do it anymore. Snip, snip. (laughs) Don't use your teeth, Doc. (laughs) In the meantime, Sean Daly, myself, Georgia girl, Marty Tripp.
0: Kevin Metal.
1: Carol Jansen. We're all here. We're all here up to our fingers in Cheetos dust, firmly stuck in the 80s.
0: Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St.
1: Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for providing music for the credits. Read the blog at blogs.tampabay.com, and remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes.
0: Do you remember when Sixlet, Sixlets used to be on our show? <laughs> you didn't get that <laughs> that's like the oh that's not good